moderate to severe cunt severity is very important to keep track of. If you've never kept track of your moderate to severe cunt severity, you don't know how pussy you could really even be. Call me, 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 You guess. I'm gonna say that she is. Survey says. I'm honestly going to say f- fucking 39. Wow. <gasps> Work. I did not. I did not cheat. You I are swear. spiritually tied to her. I am. I really am. You felt her age. <laughs> you sensed <laughs> it. Yeah, oh, it was wow. yesterday. Yeah, exactly. I I got really scared because I saw the photo she uploaded. I was like, these better not be her pictures for 40. It's <laughs> your 40th birthday picture is like birthday. ass and pussy out all over a teddy bear. Like, chill, ma'am. Next year she's gonna be in a beautiful gown. Exactly. Yeah. Nicki Minaj's 40th birthday photos will be highly revered. I yeah. can promise you that. Oh my god, it's gonna be sex. But until then, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's enjoy 39. Yeah. We should make that like a normal thing. Like every time it's your birthday, you have to do a professional photo shoot, even if you're like broken 20. Yeah, I'm gonna drag myself to picture people and just do mm-hmm. a one a one off of just me. <laughs> what is this for? Oh, it's for my 25th birthday. It's for my 25th. What's the theme? Alright, now, now now bring out the hay. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bale of hay and I want a rock rocking horse i want to wear that out here a two-piece bathing suit it's gonna be fourth of july themed <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i my 24th birthday theme is itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me alone no one else the, at the sears photo center yeah one else is taking candidates of their newborn i walk in with my outfit i walk out with my outfit exactly beach mm-hmm. ball in hand <laughs> yeah my full gig on i booked out two hours who's ready <laughs> There's only one person running the whole shop. Did you ever have professional photos of you taken as a child? As a baby, yes, and they're all really good. I, I <laughs> by, will by say. what measure are they? <laughs> like good. I was, a, I was you were a really, very photogenic. I was a very very cute baby. Uh-huh. I always like was on the verge of tears, but I was just looking really. Sa- I was like, um, I feel like Latino babies often look like they're about to break into tears. Scared. Yeah. Emotional. Yeah. Deer in the headlights. Yeah. Deer in the headlights. They've been through a lot. A lot of generational trauma in those mm-hmm. eyes. Like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Oh. That's who I was as a baby. Like that personality. Yeah. Perennially so. watery eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's a good of, luck. So a lot of my baby pictures are like my older sister, who's like three years older than me, like smiling, doing a little jazz number. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I look cute. I still <laughs> the show. <laughs> I had professional photos of me taken probably until I was like 10. Oh, I think, no, I think I stopped at like. My mom nine. always made us go, mm-hmm. me and, and my brother. Mm-hmm. And my brother was always very difficult. My brother's famously really bad at smiling. Like smiling on command is a very <laughs> it's a big mm-hmm. psychological hurdle for him. That's he always me. looks kind of like physically in pain. Mm-hmm. Um sort of just stressed and not having a good time. Yeah. 
So there's a lot of photos <laughs> in which I, you know, I'm playing to the camera. I'm stunning. I'm beautiful. Your jazz hands. Right, exactly. And then mm. Ben is not tearing. Not having it. <laughs> Doesn't want to be there. He's about to throw a glass. Exactly. There's one photo of me whispering in his ear, and it looks like we're having a touching uh, brotherly moment. And I'm no. saying, if you would just fucking smile, we could go get an Auntie Hands pretzel. Because we were at the mall. Yeah. You're like, get out, get out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Get me out of here. I can smell it. I have um, a lot of pictures of me as a child being a total fag because I used to pose like how Posh Spice did on the cover of Spice, Mm -hmm. but she's going kind of (laughs) like. You were giving Cunty Con. Oh, she Mm -hmm. was. I've been Mrs. Cunty Con for as long as I can remember. Baby, it's never been a secret. No. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since I was a little boy, I was Mrs. Cunty (laughs) Con. They're like, you're in kindergarten. They're like, smile. You're like, work. Fashion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, did it give? (laughs) Me for. But did it give? (laughs) Why was six afraid of seven? But was seven giving? Seven giving eight? No. (laughs) That's not... <laughs> you said, well, six afraid of seven, and then seven's eating. <laughs> it's an ale. Seven eight, girl. Ow. <laughs> seven eight. Ow. <laughs> this is stupid. That's fucking dumb. Um, yeah. Non-professional pictures of me when I was a kid. Yeah. There is definitely a photo of me double wielding assault rifles. Oh, <laughs> that is my favorite picture of you. You literally, it's you in like a remote field. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> so you're, bad. To- to- you're literally like seven. You look like Manny from Modern Family. Yeah. And you're toting two long rifles. I'm wearing like basketball shorts to my ankles. Oh my God. I'm wearing like a. Yeah, they were literally gauchos, but. <laughs> made out of basketball shorts. Basketball shorts that were just three sizes. Is too big for exactly. me and like fucking so was it like dc shoes great it's a great pick of me mm-hmm. that's probably my best like kid yeah. pick for sure mm-hmm. baby spice always used to do two piece signs so i was all about the two piece signs <laughs> <laughs> there's this one horrible photo of me <laughs> where i'm at the zoo i'm mm-hmm. at the zoo dressed like sp- a spy kid because it was boo at the zoo oh my god so you brought your baby you dressed up like halloween or whatever so you look mexican <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I had a very tight black beanie on, mm-hmm. and I had one of those Spy Kids eyeglasses where mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. zoom in to seven hundred yeah, times. Exactly, zoom optimize the image, mm-hmm. enhance, <laughs> and then um, and then don't tell me. <laughs> and then in the photo, I'm like the double piece. <laughs> yeah, double piece signs. Work Spy Kid. Work Spy Girl. <laughs> I was obsessed with Carmen from Spy Kids because she mm-hmm, was she giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was obsessed with Emily Osment from Spy Kids because she was like the hard ass blonde. Emily Osment? She was in Spy Kids. She was. She was um, Gertie Giggles. She had the pigtails that she could fly with. Those were fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Those were very major. I wanted that really bad. Yeah. I was like, where's my blonde wig? <laughs> Salma Hayek is the mom mm-hmm. in Spy Kids. All star cast. I feel like I've talked about that particular fact a couple times this week. <laughs> Did you know Selma Hayek was the mom in, in Spy Kids? Kids? Oh my god. <laughs> and she looked hot. She was so hot then. Selma Hayek is one of those sleeper actresses that I like. Yes. am obsessed with. She's not a particularly good actress. She just plays Selma Hayek. Exactly. And she's like good at it. And if you want her to give that, mm-hmm. I really wish Selma Hayek had been Colombiana. Mm, because no. that one horrible dyke was Colombiana. Mm-hmm. And it was a great movie, but if Salma Hayek's like 
ass and titties were just like the main focus of that movie. Mm-hmm. Swimming in the shark tank to spring up on a man and kill him. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Have you seen the movie Savages by chance? I've not. It's about a drug cartel and she's the leader of the drug cartel. <laughs> and it's um It's like narcos, but for chicks. And it's Blake Lively who is having a polyamorous relationship with two guys who are also the drug dealers and they're trying oh, to go shit. after the drug lord, Sama Hayek. How probably did one she of the, become the drug lord? What's the plot there? It's so insane. It's probably one of my favorite movies. And it's one of those movies where I'm like, when I think about it, I'm like, that's probably my favorite movie of all time. Work. Savages. I've never heard you say that. Like 2008. Wow. Went with my family. Work. I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Savages with Salma Hayek as a drug lord. Because Salma Hayek plays the villain and she has so much screen time. And yeah. there's a gag at the end with her. Oh, my God. You don't see it coming. Oh, my God. I no, I'm her. excited. Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah. movie. My favorite movie, I think, is Swingers. Which is, mm. <laughs> it's a movie about men supporting each other emotionally. <laughs> it's a very sweet movie. Was this a recent watch? I watched it, no, I watched it like last year. And I've been like, mm. it's been tinkering around in my brain forever. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy who moves to LA to be an actor. And mm-hmm. he's not doing well. And no. he's coming fresh off of a breakup. And it's just him and his boys getting drunk and supporting one another. <laughs> I feel like I remember that movie. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. good. I feel like I have like an image of it. I've never not watched it and cried. Not mm-hmm. cried. Cry yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I cry every time. Oh, I cry every time, girl. <sighs> well, we are back. We're back. We're back, back, back. I'm having a tasty treat. Having a couple tasty treats. You have a smorgasbord over there. Mm-hmm. This is my own personal charcuterie board. Yeah, you've got Salt and Vinny. Mm-hmm. And you've got a Jack's Lynx teriyaki. And a grape soda, which I feel is very underrated in the world of drinks. Sometimes I'm like, I'm so big. And then I look at what's in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, this all checks out completely. Like, I'm, I'm like, why am I so fat while I'm eating from somewhere called Potbelly? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what other person orders extra meat on their Chipotle bowl? <laughs> it's humiliating. And can really afford to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I hate a bitch that gets so much on the Bruta bowl. They eat it in five seconds, and then they're like, all right, I'm still hungry, and they're like, six-pack then. Fucked up. hate those kind of people. Ugh. Like, I I sometimes see people get the classic burrito. Like, A, why would you ever get the burrito? That's if I want to eat less. Because <laughs> they technically don't put as much in. Because it looks smaller. But it's wrapped in a, in a tortilla, and I've seen people get so much that the people who are folding the burrito just let it rip. Yep, and they have to do another tortilla. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to, like, triple wrap. They got to double bag it because it's so gross that's and when like, it, leaking out salsa. That's like saying you're going to order, like, a bowl of pasta, but it's going to go over the rim. Like, that's the equivalent. I love to get a pesto parm chicken from Noodles mm-hmm. with pesto cavatappi parm chicken and then get a side of mac and cheese. No, that's good. Because that's not enough. Because the <laughs> one large enough. bowl of cheese pasta is not enough for me. Girl. I need the little noodles on the side. <laughs> yeah. I need a little bit of cheese. Just to get me over that line, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes you. I finish the pesto bowl and I'm like, that was fun. Mm-hmm. But it didn't get me there, you know? Yeah. There's like a weird portion of my brain that's like, when I go out to eat, I want to have like a couple of little things. Not yeah. just like one, like not just like one triple yeah. cheeseburger. Right. I want like a single with like some yeah. fries and maybe right. some nuggets. Exactly. You know? I do like to have a couple of, I like to spread out the calories across Yes. portions different tastes exactly mm-hmm. I any mean, i would never order a triple triple burger never say never <laughs> that's all i have to say <laughs> i'm gonna go to mcdonald's tonight and get a triple cheese yeah. you have to know your limits I know. and how are you gonna find that out if you don't order a triple it's really oh. true it's really true mm-hmm. everything is a test of the spirit at the end of the day there's a really disgusting burger at wendy's right now that is like a triple but it's like <sighs> probably like the size of this beer right here Ugh. 
That's disgusting. It's really fucking Even like a bad. regular burger from Wendy's, anything that's not the four for four where they give you like the pathetic, like limp, wet burger, mm. anything else from there <laughs> makes me feel like I'm so fucking huge. Because mm-hmm. like, you know how McDonald's, it doesn't feel like meat? Yeah. Like when you're eating a McDonald's burger, it's not like, oh, I'm like chowing down on some beef here. It's like, no, it's I'm like getting McDonald's. Like, yeah, I'm eating the, I'm eating the mush, mm-hmm. you know, I'm eating the mush. <laughs> I'm just chewing up the cud, girl. And <laughs> instead, Wendy's does make me feel like I'm like having like a steak. Like it makes me feel like I'm like gorging myself on fucking red meat. It makes me feel like completely disgusting. And this is what I was referring to. Like, in what world? The big bacon cheddar cheeseburger triple. Three quarters of a pound, asterisk, of fresh, <laughs> never frozen beef covered in creamy cheddar cheese and bacon jam. Look how, big, look how big it is. Topped with applewood smoked bacon, crispy onions, a slice of American cheese, all on a pillow soft toasted cheddar bun. Baby, pillow. it doesn't get bigger than this. Or baconier. Or cheddarier. Do you see that? Like, that looks That's huge. disgusting. That's disgusting. Why is the burger a square? There's like one percent of my brain that'd be like, do it though. Like that's the thing. It's like I just want to see. Yeah, it. they have a sandwich at Arby's that's called the fucking Meat Mountain. It's called the Meat Mountain. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. And it's all of the meats they carry stacked <laughs> in a large portion. So it's like roast beef, ham, turkey, and like some other horrible meat on the top. Of like mm-hmm. it's fucking. How would you even approach that? No fucking clue. I know my skills. Your poor heart, girl. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I'll watch like supersize me because they had to get rid of like the supersizing. No. And it's like <laughs> and it's like that's that was really fucked up. You can get like a 52 ounce coke, but like we never went away from that. Yeah, no, I just get a refill, bitch. Like American portions are so disgusting. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Do you know like when people go to Chinese restaurants and they'll get like, "Oh, I'm going to get like sesame chicken." Yeah. But that's just for me. Mm. Yeah, like the Chinese people running Chinese restaurants are like, what the fuck is wrong? We're supposed to like share every entree. <laughs> yeah, everything's mm-hmm. supposed to be like you pass it around a table, Which a rotating like. centerpiece. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. It's fun if I have a good group, but sometimes, bitch, I just want to go home with the, with I want the a, tin. I want a bucket of sesame chicken to myself <laughs> and the whole carton of white rice. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I need that MSG, bitch. That's kind of why I've never gone to Europe. And that's kind of why yeah. I'm scared to go to Europe because I keep hearing horror stories of like, yeah. well, for breakfast I had a slice of cheese and then for lunch I had a piece of ham on bread. <laughs> and I'm like, and then you walked 700 miles. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like an awesome way to live. That's also why like, I would love to go visit Japan. Mm-hmm. But if I look how I do in Japan, I'm going to be like fucking Oompa Loompa, like unbelievably fat there. They would they would quickly make a mascot that looked like me oh. and then parade in the streets making fun of me. That's <laughs> exactly. how bad it would be. would be trying to cram in the door. <laughs> Just fucking... Like Big Bird knocking down the door. Yeah, I have to walk into every entrance sideways with my arms out. <laughs> I have to waddle everywhere I go. <laughs> Sidestep all the little Japanese yeah. folks. There's not a car in Japan that would fit me. No. I just have a feeling. Absolutely not. There's not a car in Italy that would fit me, and they eat pasta. They barely use cars. Yeah. The Fiat? Bitch. I've been in one. <laughs> a Vespa? Girl. And honey. Honey. It's I sit down. The road. Yeah. Powdered. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Not many people are built like me. It's true. Here, I'm fine. Yeah. Chicago? Absolutely. You could be obese with one leg, one arm. And no one would look at you sideways. And still tear. And still tear. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. And I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a much more level playing field here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I feel like most public places I go to, I am on the top 20%. 
mm-hmm. of attractive people. <laughs> it's really nice because then whenever we do like road trips somewhere like down uh-huh. south, we like always pass by people where we're like, God, we feel like a ten out of ten walking I'm in like, here. Oh, I'm such a city slicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me at the Piggly Wiggly. Does yeah. anyone want to fuck me? <laughs> Us walking into like the Southern Arby's, and I'm like, God, I look hot. In here. <laughs> I'll get a number two. Mm. Small. So retarded. And in my head, I'm like, God, I'm tearing it right now. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm tearing it at this Arby's. It's so sexy. I have more I have more teeth than everyone in this Arby's right now. Combined. Combined. <laughs> and not many And people. now check that. <laughs> not many. Not everyone can say that. Me to the cashier and then I order. <laughs> can you open up really quick? What? Can you open wide really quickly? I just like to count. Count them something. Yeah. Can you smile? <laughs> Can you smile for me? Be like, <laughs> they blow a kiss. <laughs> Yuck. <sighs> anyway, yeah. I guess we should talk about anything. <laughs> that was a long tangent. That was like, yeah, exactly. Can't can't start the show without talking about food at extreme length. Yeah, food, diabetes, yeah. and looking hot while doing it. Exactly. I got my cholesterol checked recently. Well, I got everything checked. I went for a physical. Nice. And um, Scary. no one told me I wasn't supposed to eat before. Mm-hmm. I So I did eat yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And then I went in and it, my cholesterol was so high that it was unreadable. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is that They accurate? were like, if the number comes in at this. Oh my God. Which you, I didn't even This is the thing. I didn't even eat that much. <laughs> I was going to say, what did you eat before? Which is <laughs> how I know that it's probably high enough. I'm like, okay, I get the fucking message. I don't need to know mm-hmm. the figure. But they were like, yeah, like, well, what did you eat? I was like, I, eggs. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, granola. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so I had like a banana. Like, you know, it's rude to ask, right? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't your mother ever tell you not to ask me what I ate? <laughs> me specifically. <laughs> um, okay, work. <sighs> yeah. So, but it's, like so yeah, everything yeah. else is fine. All my other tests came back great. You know, he was like, you could stand to lose a couple pounds. I was like, I know. I mean, like, for cholesterol, do they just, like, make you eat Cheerios? Yeah, honey nut. <laughs> They're like, all right, one cup of honey nut Cheerios a yeah. day. Doctor's orders. <laughs> I was like, way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I got some in my purse right now in a little Ziploc baggie. Girl, whenever they would try to, like, um, listen for my heartbeat, they could never do it because I'd be so nervous that my heart would be racing. Like, oh, yeah. can you calm down? Like, are you nervous? And I'm like, yes. They'd love to ask you that. They'd love They're to like, ask Are me. you nervous right now? I'm like, no. no. No, I'm just naked. Yeah. And it's cold. <laughs> yeah, he was like, um, my doctor is gay. Mm-hmm. He's my new doctor. <laughs> Why do you have a gay doctor? Like, like, like a new doctor. Okay, work, work, work. Because okay. my old doctor was very much not gay. And mm. then I came to him with a gay problem, a.k.a. an STI scare. And he misdiagnosed me. So I lived in fear of going to the doctor after that. Yeah, fuck that doctor. And um, then I found a new doctor who is gay. Mm-hmm. And he is, you know, all fun and games. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's nice. Does it feel better? I feel like that'd be my worst nightmare, but also like... It depends on the gay, I think. Like, I mm-hmm. think if I was seeing a particular kind of gay guy, it would be my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of a very, like... Like, stable, doesn't seem crazy, like... Right, exactly. Yeah, like, this is my job. Yeah. I'm just a gay guy doing Pretty my normal. Job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me of Cole. Nice. Hey, Cole. Hey, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> he's very, yeah, up that alley. But he was like, so uh, he was like, I have to ask this because you're here for a physical. Is there anything wrong with your balls? <laughs> and I was like, no. You're he was like, like okay, def- well, we, I just want to skip that portion if we can. I was like, yeah, I don't really want to go there with you either. Like, define wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, well, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like having a gay doctor would make me want to joke about everything more. I know. When I already don't take my health seriously. Yeah, well, exactly. Because before I was basically telling my doctor nothing and being like, I don't know. I don't know. Wrap it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me my antibiotic. I don't know where this weight came from. Exactly. <laughs> Woke up one day. <laughs> it's like, why are you covered in bruises? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Wrap it up. <laughs> There's a thin layer of Krispy Kreme all around your body. Yeah, you haven't got a lot of glaze on your fingers. We can't get no accurate. one told me I wasn't supposed to eat this morning. We can't find the vein because there's so much stuff in front of it. It's <laughs> just so much shit in there. <laughs> Move some things around. Jesus Christ. But yeah. This, they have a needle in me. They're like, it's like jello in here. Yeah. And then because I had the gay doctor who I liked, I like kept wanting to be like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Every four seconds, I was like swearing. Yeah. Your heart rate looks good. Okay, cunt. Okay, cunt. Okay, cunty, cunty. That's the door that would open for me if I had a good doctor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like next appointment, it's bet- all bets are off. I'd be like, can I take a couple gloves home? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you send me home with a box of XL gloves? <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> See you in six months. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Nice. We can talk about some shit, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, some good stuff. We have a couple of things on the docket today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Pitchfork list because, you know, it's the definitive voice and what music was good this year. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to talk about the albums because I read the top 10 and I actually didn't recognize a single one. Yeah. Although I will say that the number one was um, Jasmine Sullivan Ho Tales was the best album of the year, allegedly. Now, wait a minute. So (laughs) who is that? Do you have any idea who that is? I have no fucking clue. And it's called Ho Tales? How do you spell that? H-E-A-U-X. Ho. Which means it's an absolute piece of shit. That's so annoying. The only uh, the reason I know who Jasmine Sullivan is, is because Rico Nasty has a bar where she says, they're singing to the feds like Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> 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 my rack's too big. I just popped my rubber band. So she, she sings, work. I guess. She sings, yeah. She's she sings well mm-hmm. and emphatically, as one might sing to the feds. Sour by Olivia Rodrigo was 21. Literally, the, the fact that that's the first name that I recognize and, like, it's the first album I listen to is, like, dude. That's so pathetic. That is so pathetic. We've got Adele on here. We've got... I don't... I literally don't recognize anything. Yeah, Snail Mail, I just don't listen to out of principle. Fuck Snail Mail. Here's what I... <laughs> snail Mail is, like... Snail Mail is literally, like, Pitchfork picks out, like, some dumb fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. Once a year, like, some random girl with, like, the exact same haircut Mm -hmm. and the same, like, kind of, like, spunky little indie song. And it's, like, it's amazing. You have to hear it. And it's always the same fucking, like, trite Mitski garbage. Like, I, like, she's always been the Pitchfork girl. Like, the the ideal Pitchfork girl. Her name is Snail Mail. And she looks exactly like you would think a white little girl would look like. Exactly. Little white girl. And it's always just like, every, like it's just the quintessential like Pitchfork shit. Where like, ev- this is why everyone hates fucking Pitchfork. Yeah. It's because it's always like, you have to hear this new thing from dad jeans. You have to hear this new thing from like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like just fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that Olivia Rodriguez. Yeah. Well, Tyler Korean Greener. baseball, right? Just fucking like, <laughs> Korean baseball. Bullshit. God, and so we're yeah we can do pitchfork yeah um then we're gonna talk about that's the straight guy on Drag Race mm-hmm. the straight drag queen the straight drag queen the cis straight drag queen as Twitter would love me to know 
um, <laughs> as if it makes a difference. And then TikTok on gay dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Because it's this one special TikTok of this gentleman who really left a mark on me. Mm-hmm. Who really just told us how he felt. <laughs> yeah. His feelings. So what do we open with? Do we want to talk about Pitchfork? I was already getting heated about it, so yeah. All right, well, let's start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These yeah. are the, according to Pitchfork, the 100 best songs of the year. They said that the number one best song of all of this year was Caroline Polachek, Bunny is a Writer. And, like, for what? Like, not <sighs> to hate. I don't hate her. I don't dislike I don't the even, song. No, I, I don't even, I don't dislike it. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's very much like a I'm different kind of gay, gay person song. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I also can't think about it without thinking about Frank tweeting about it. Bunny <laughs> <laughs> Um, But outside of that, it's like, like to me, like when you're picking the best song of the year, it feels like it has to be some sort of year defining Yes. Like, it captured the ethos of what this year was all about. Like, almost like household. Like, right. Like it has people to be are kind of know. household yeah. name in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, Caroline Polachek just doesn't have the reach, no. culturally, to be like, this is the best song of the year, and it really just changed everything. Mm-hmm. This changed, this, this established, the, the course of music. Because every year, like, one song does come out that really, like, defines that yeah. year, or defines music for that year. Like, I think last year was WAP, No. Pretty sure it was WAP. Which is true. Like, I mean, like, mm-hmm. even if WAP is, like, <laughs> retarded. Yeah. yeah. It still probably was the number one song of the year in the sense that, like, mm-hmm. it was the only major cultural moment of that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Bunny is a writer is not a cultural moment. It's just some fucking girl. It's really not. And it doesn't sound extremely different. It's, no. It sounds like something that could have came out at, like, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I hate when people, like, praise a song for having, like, a weird sample. Because Daniel Harrell produced it and it samples his baby, like a it's baby laughing. It's <laughs> Daniel Harrell's baby laughing. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just kind of like I don't know, like it's just a very weird choice. It's an extremely weird choice, and I it's think. again not a bad song. Mm-hmm. I think they just had to pick something. It just felt like okay, we're now we're at number two and number one. What do we pick? And someone just said, why right. don't we just pick this? In your opinion, what was the best song of the year, other than Doja Cat? Need to know. It's actually number five on the list. Really? What I think oh, be, oh, yeah. oh, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, hold that thought. I think, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, number two is Cassandra Jenkins' Hard Drive. Literally never heard this. Never heard. The first line of the descriptor of this song is, Hard Drive is part self-help podcast, part hero's quest, part breathing exercise. Sounds fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something I would love to listen love to. Love to listen to. Anyway, number three, no, some other shit I don't, never heard of. Jasmine Sullivan. There's our girl. Number four. There's our bitch Jasmine. Pick up your feelings. Pick up your feelings. Never heard it. Definitely is going to be a scissor ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And then. and then there was five. And this is Lanya Del Rey, White Dress. Mm-hmm. Which is, quite frankly, the song of the year. I think it's the song of the year, for sure. By far. Mm-hmm. It, it was a year definer. This song had reach. Yes, absolutely. Do I sound delusional? I know. Because <laughs> I would... That <laughs> I make, think that would make real. Me, yeah, that would make me sound delusional. Because it's very... um, it In terms of capturing the essence of what 2021 was all about, mm-hmm. I do think that it comes the closest. Yes, I agree. It's and, all about a return. Mm-hmm. It's about feeling like everything is shit. Yeah, it's a little melancholy. <laughs> it's a little melancholic. Mm-hmm. Harkens to simpler times when we were all just uh, 
uh, uh, listening to Kings of Leon all day long. <laughs> like the the I always I always think of that video snippet where she's like just roller skating in the oh, middle of fucking nowhere. That's what it's all about. Oh, and just like that, like freedom of like, yeah, we're in a shithole right now, but like, but bitch. Like it was oddly such a good. It's so fucking good. It was oddly like a very good like escape song in my opinion. Yeah, totally. And, like I just. Yeah, it harkens back to a better time. Mm-hmm. I really do appreciate how it sounds at once, like the first time she ever sang it, yes. and also like it's her masterpiece. Her like she, she fucking like came for like everything in her was channeled into this song. Mm-hmm. I it, it's honestly up there for maybe her best song for me. Yeah, easily probably her best song, and also it's like different. It's like right. Lana doesn't do any of these vocals on no. literally anything else, right. and like it's a lead single, and like exactly the it's impact just was huge. very very emblematic of it, it is the best song of the year mm-hmm. i think that they just didn't want to give lana number one in my opinion because they think she's racist or which whatever is so not <laughs> yeah pitchfork just has their like head up their ass so far yeah, whatever we know what you really wanted to do yeah it's definitely not carolyn Polichek. Carolyn Polichek. i'm Polichek. so sorry i'm carolyn so Polichek sorry shouldn't even been in the fucking like that is like his number 30 she's like a woman that screams at geese on her free time <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She's a freak. Like, I don't know. I mean, she's good. I just don't believe that she is a genius enough to be no. best song of the year. No, not at all. Everyone loves to say that like Pang is like so good. Like it's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's sure. better than most shit out there for mm-hmm. sure. It's yeah. certainly listenable. It's a little different. Yeah. But her best song by miles is so hot. You're hurting my feelings, and she's never come close to it. Yeah. With the exception of some shit in when she was back in Chairlift, the band she was in before, which I live for. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> Bunny is a writer. Fuck no. Number yeah. one is clearly White Dress. Yes, that's what I believe. For me, number two is Need to Know. Need to Know is so fucking good. Which is nowhere to be found on the list. And they put Doja Cat on for Kiss Me More and for Get Into It Ya. Yeah. This is why you need to understand, like, people do not know what the fuck they were doing at Pitchfork anymore. And, like, like it's the same... Writing? It's the same people that have been writing for so long, and, like, there's just no, like... So fucking out of touch. No understanding of what songs actually feel progressive and, like, cool. That's just fucking dumb. And, like, amazing? Yeah, I don't know. Snail Mail Whatever. number eight again. Don't, don't care. Give a fuck. Tyler, the creator, number six, I guess. Whatever. Sure, I think it was my fault for not giving his album a solid chance. It wasn't very good, to, to be honest. It was kind of, like, one long song. Mm-hmm. He's been very into, like, between this album and the last one, he's been very much into making, like, this big, like, project that's meant to be listened to front to back. Mm-hmm. But then it's impossible to pick out a song that you really love because yeah. it all flows into one another so well. And it's almost, like, too well orchestrated and like too clean and perfect yeah where it's more like a story than like an album exactly like, has bops. but like the reason why flower boy is so good is because like each song is very different very different you can tell which and you one. can pick yeah. out the hits mm-hmm. i agree like that's a big thing is like i think a lot of people are so scared to have filler or to have a song that's like not quite in line with the others or yeah. like that kind of thing but i do think that like you can achieve like a coherent aesthetic across an album without making everything literally sound like this exact last beat that you just did. Yeah, I agree. Something else I want to leave in 2021 is beat change-ups, where the song changes halfway through and sounds completely different. You're not a fan of Sickle Mode? <laughs> <laughs> like, hello? That's Hello? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, we only need one, and it's Sickle Mode. I don't think I need anything else. Yeah, honestly. And the yeah. beat change-up in Sickle Mode happens in, like, the first minute. Like, the first 45 seconds, basically. Was Sickle Mode the best song of the year of that year? Because I think it should have been. I think it was maybe number two. That was a, that song. is a good song. That was a really fucking good song. Shout out Travis Scott. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, baby? <laughs> like come, you on do, the, come on, come on, Yeah, air it all out. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just over it. I just, I'm, I'm over the whole, like, that it's impressive somehow to, like, jam three songs into one. Yeah, I'm kind of over that. I don't really I have, care. like, ADHD or some shit. I don't, Justin I don't... Timberlake did that shit in, like, 2006. Which, what, what song? With the entire Love Future Sex Love Sounds album. Mm. Where every song is inexplicably nine minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mitski, number seven. I listen to that song and I don't like it. Working but I'm not a big I'm not a big Mitski fan. I'm not a huge Mitski fan either. I think that she is talented and I think that sh- a lot of people love her and I understand yeah. that. She's just not for me. She's not for me. She doesn't speak to a part of me. Like the kind of like constant yearning it, but in a way that's not really sexy like Lana. Like it's much more like I wrote about this in my diary and like I love horses and whatever. It's yeah. much that's much more Mitski's vibe. I knew I would and like I will never shine her because I bet you she's really talented and good but like when sure. I heard like nobody. No, every I like time, that song. <laughs> the first time I listened to it and every time I do up until this day I laugh because it's so funny to me. <laughs> no, it is Because I'm like funny. she sounds hilarious. Yeah. And I know it's that's It's a very funny not, song. Yeah. It's not uh, whatever. I mean she's fine. I just find her vocals to be very flat. She seems cute. Yeah, I just can't she's get cute. fucking into her at all. Whatever. Yeah. She's cute. Whatever. I don't you're, care. You're going to hate number 10. Fuck snail mail. I don't yeah. know who Arouge off top is. No idea. This is what I'm saying. Stop fucking making shit up. That these people are like... Who, who is listening to Arouge off top? It's just so like pretentious at this point. I just... It's not... Oh. Number 10. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. Deja vu chart conquering phenomenon driver's license okay. i don't think it was chart conquering it's that it appeared on my feed every day without <laughs> me asking for it literally because Sorry. the powers that be jammed it onto everything like it was literally in inescapable like oh i could talk about this fucking all day like why i watch youtube every day on my phone mm-hmm. and i get the same ads the same whatever how come for Three weeks of my life this year or last year, they were like, please watch Driver's please. License. Oh, it's going to come up on your fucking recommended. I'm like, this has nothing to do with video games. It used to literally Food. be like, up next, Olivia Rodrigo Driver's, driver's License. License. And I'm I'd like, be like, what the fuck? I had to pr- like go out of my way to avoid this bitch. Yes. And it still wasn't enough. It was programmed by Google. So don't She's say she's evil. fucking chart conquering. That bitch didn't do anything. No, exactly. She's signed to a great label, apparently. She has a great team. Yeah. I if I had to pick it, here's what I'll say. Olivia Rodrigo did have mm-hmm. an impact in some way where I do think she maybe belongs on the list. Not sure. in the sense that it's quality, but in the sense that I do have to account for other people's values <laughs> other than mine. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. Deja Vu is her worst single. I don't even know how that one goes. You get Deja Vu and she's with you. You get Deja Vu. Oh. It's, um, it's so like worse than Driver's License and honestly, Good For You is better. Good for you is the one that I would give her any credit for, which I hated initially, and now I've heard it enough at like Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like I like, like I like, bop my head to it if it's sure. like, you know, if it's, it's inescapable. Fine. It's cute, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Don't know who Japanese breakfast is. Don't know who this person is. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. I'm trying to look for the next. <laughs> Number sixteen is Tanache Bouncin. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so pleasant and <laughs> I don't know that word. Blithe. Blithy. Blithy. There's something very blithy about Tanache. I'd be sending dirty pics. Hope they make it to the cloud. No. <sighs> Tanache is the least talented person, maybe ever. I don't. There's no. Mm-hmm. There's no limit to how often I could go on about this. Yes. I. There is no one with less charisma. There is no one with less charm. There is no one who has less originality to bring to the table. 
for me, it's the unholy trinity where if I speak negative about any of them, I know I'm going to get something. And exactly. it's Tanache. Tanache, Normani. Normani, and Kalani I would usually put in there. Kalani, I feel like, gets dragged fairly enough because she is kind of like a dumb weed bitch. Yes. It's like, maybe like, I don't like Like, I don't go out of my way to drag Kalani at all because no, she already because gets like, it, what but are she's you? like, she right. completes the holy trinity of like <laughs> exactly. these girls. Of that, this like, particular, yeah, like this yeah. kind of like very basic, very like mainstream catering R&B chick and like trying to take their creative direction like to the next level but it never works right like it never seems edgy or like everything she does is just like I've seen this on like way more interesting people like three years ago Mm -hmm. like this sort of like health goth like oh it's like cyber but with grass and like you know like whatever like (laughs) that kind of bullshit is like it's just so like been done and like she cribs shit from like Brandy and she cribs shit from like like Beyonce and fucking even like like it's just all this regurgitated R and B slop mm-hmm. of just like vaguely sexy. I'm turnt like just yeah. shit that's just like it's not contributing anything to anything and it's not catchy. Mm-mm. When I see her on camera, I'm like, who the fuck is that? No Literally, clue. who the fuck? It no gravitas. And I feel like a lot of like Tanache fans are like white boys too. Like totally, white gay guys. always, which well, is yeah, always white like, gay dudes. To me. Yeah. And everyone's always, like, all over people for being, like, when, like, a white gay album, <laughs> like, it does really well or people like it. Mm-hmm. It's always, like, dragging the white gay album. But, like, Tanache is just in, she's in that vein, too. Like, the only people who like her are, like, white gay guys. Who, like, love to Vogue or something. Or, like, <laughs> exactly. Or think that she belongs in that culture. Like, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck Tanache. Moving mm-hmm. on. I do live for Peggy Goo, but I've never heard the song. Peggy Goo looks cool. Megan Thee Stallion thought shit at number 18. This Definitely I think should have been be higher. This absolutely should have been higher. And this is what I'm talking about. Best music video of the year, for mm-hmm. sure. She turned that guy's mouth into a pussy. And also, like, everyone knows thought shit. And it was impactful. And it was huge. And it was inescapable. Yeah. So true. So true. I don't think it deserves to be 18. I think it deserves to be, like, top 10. Yeah, definitely. It's one of the most It's one of the most inescapable songs. Mm-hmm. And Megan tore this year. Like, this was Megan's fucking year. Fuck and the song you, fuck you like, guys. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys. SZA Good Days is 20. I don't live for this song. Don't care for SZA. is like, very in and out for me. Love Galore is her magnum opus. So true. She will never, she will never top, top it. it. Love Galore has... Oh, I will say 24 is great. Oh, yeah, tour. Pink Pantheress, just for me. Love that song. I'm obsessed with Pink Pantheress. She's very cool. Mm-hmm. Very I'm cool. excited for her rise, because <laughs> I do think that she has another... She has a good album in her. She just doesn't have, like, pop star quality, though, because when she did her, like... She finally made, like, a video yeah. for this song, and she was like, I literally was about to bail, because, like, I it made her so, so nervous and, like, yeah. so uncomfortable. She looks extremely uncomfortable And that's how she felt in that. She was like, I didn't want to do it, but, like, I had to for a visual, and, like... Yeah, exactly. I don't think she has that pop star quality, but I think she's talented, and will, like, yeah, do it from well, her bedroom. Yeah, she'll probably pivot to some indie shit at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I also think that she probably will be the first true, like, TikTok star, mm-hmm. where, like, she basically is able to not be scene and yes. not have to do the pop star machine thing mm-hmm. and be extremely popular without having to like participate which i think would be cool i watch. love that she's private i love that she mm-hmm. managed to make these viral songs on tiktok but yet i still really yeah. don't know anything about her besides this should the- be the only music video she ever makes mm-hmm. i agree i yeah. think she's talented i'm so mad that they took just away stuff streaming because i love that song and mm-hmm. it sampled michael jackson so they had to take it down yeah so mad anyway Fuck. cool she's so alone 
Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Agenda number 28 is <laughs> fucking all night. Azealia Banks. Why is that? That song 20- has grown on me, to be honest. Fucking all day. I still feel all day. Fucking all night. I still feel the same because she hasn't literally done anything since this. She's put out two more songs in there. The worst They're- songs in her entire catalog. Mm-hmm. And she's convinced mm-hmm. they're her best. You know, <laughs> the assessment we made when we talked about fucking all night in which we said, it seems like she picked this beat. That's basically not a beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is because she doesn't have anyone who twer- like likes her enough to mix and master mm-hmm. a song properly yeah. and this is basically impossible to fuck up yeah so it's good it's not her best it's not pro- <laughs> it's nothing i mean it's just kind of like an isdaily bank song but i do like fucking all night yeah i think my original analysis of the song was like i just it just doesn't fit in anywhere in my life right now like where am i gonna listen to fucking all night it's, i can't put it on in front of men it's extremely aggressive it's just very aggressive. And there's like a bar in Chicago that I'm thinking of that I would she go says, nuts. We could slut, we could fuck, we could dig in the guts. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not even like touch tunes at 3 a.m. It's like it's I very need inappropriate. Be, yeah, like lights <laughs> off in the bar. Like totally. Yeah, strobe lighting. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I'm glad that she's on the list. I'm glad she's on the list because that means that they're still fucking number 30. I hate no name. I really loved her for her first that first album. Tour. Album. It's After that, so most annoying good. bitch on the planet. I had to block her on Twitter. Like. Oh, like she's a perfect example of someone that like just got too famous and like yeah. got carried away with and like her for voice. the wrong reasons too. Yeah, like, and I was so like into it because she's from mm-hmm. Chicago and like mm-hmm. she just seems like very like full of herself. Now I'm very like I'm the smartest person. on She's Earth. like I'm the female Chance the Rapper. Good, and like that's worse. Exactly. <laughs> like let's literally like what her what how I think of her. Yeah. Jesse, where I live, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I don't love please. She's favorite. um, what's your pleasure, right? Yeah, yeah, I love her. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Thirty five, kiss me more. When you kiss me more. I don't love that song. I think that song's kind of basic. I do catch myself saying, I, I used to do this all the time, like in like the worst voice. I'd be like, I feel like fucking something. <laughs> it's that's so, an insane thing to say <laughs> to start your verse. <laughs> They're like fucking something. Ew. That was just so cool. Did you see her music video that came out like yesterday? Yeah. Oh, with the tits. The, 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 so gun, cool. the gun titties. So cool. Katie's in fact. I know. Bring her back. We're seeing fragments. Bring back a 40 year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss me more, I'll give. I really yeah, do whatever. like it. It's fine. We, we heard it at a bowling alley recently and it was major <laughs> to hear it there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 39 Adele to be loved. This I live the- for that song. It's the best oh. song in that album. It's a fucking barn burner. Is it like a I, barn burner? I, oh, yeah. Never heard of that one <laughs> Is it good or bad? Yeah, girl, it's good. I listened to it in the car. I did fully cry. So, shout out to Adele. I'm going to screenshot this because I have not listened and I do need... It's a it's a very, it's a tear-jerking ballad about divorce. And I love Adele, too. Like, I she's, really do kind of live for her. Because she still satisfies that, like, idiot girl uh-huh. kind of thing uh-huh. like, with her Instagram lives where she's like... yeah. She's cute. Yeah. Nothing I don't know. I don't know what a mailman is, babes. Like, this is true, man. Yeah. 42, Magdalena Bay, Cherry. Love that song. Cherry. You've definitely like heard that? that. You've definitely heard that. Maybe. If you played it, yes. Yeah. 45, Charlie XCX, Good Ones. Yeah. I don't agree in all honesty. It's like, fine. You don't agree it should be that low or that high or that it should be on at all? I don't know. It's a, it's a good song, but it... The more I, I've heard it, the less I've liked it. And we were very complimentary of it. No, I loved it. I loved it. But you're right. For some reason, the more that I listen to it, a fraction of that magic just gets taken away. It's not as, like, dirty as I thought it was going to be. Like, I think I thought it was going to hit a lot harder. And that music video was really kind of bad. It's like... 
it's like when you do like heroin for the first time and you're always trying to chase that same first right. time high that's how it feels yeah. like trying to listen to good ones for the first time because when you first heard good ones it was yeah. like she's coming exactly she i was listening to it like in the google drive app on my phone and then i was like oh fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so like, good it was good but like for some reason i don't know it's where kind it of went like, flat like it's just very kind of like Forever 21-y to me. Like, it's kind of background and, music. And the follow-up was the song with her, Carolyn Pulichek, and Christine and the Queens. And I don't love that song either. What you want? I ain't got it. it. I think know. that song just starts off too slow for me, but... It's fine. Whatever. I, I'm hoping that... I'm about to crash. I'm about to crash. I'm about to crash. I hope that <laughs> one's going to be a good one. Yeah, I, she'll do something good. There'll yeah. be some good shit. Whatever. Keep her at 45. Scrolling. Don't care. 62. Little Nas X. Montero. Call me by your name. Probably should be higher for its cultural impact, to be honest. That was this year? Did you skip mm. over Billy? Yeah, I skipped over Billy. I don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. I like some of that album, but I don't live for that song. Oh, She's and like, then Sweetie Best Friend. Fuck. Yeah, sweet, Sweetie Best Friend. Mm-hmm. Normani best is friend. number 69. Pretty bad. Hate that song. Wild Side's fucking horrible. Failed to capture the zeitgeist yet again. This is the song that I want you to listen to so fucking bad. Okay. I'll I think this is number one on my most replayed right now on Spotify. Work. I'm not even kidding. I think you would okay. be obsessed with it. Okay, work. 85 is City Girls Twerkulator. So true. Very true. Very so true. true. Very a true. Lo- that's a, that's a touch, time, touch tunes hit. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. I made it through the list. I'm happy. Oh, except it's number like, 100 is Halsey, which invalidates this fine, entire list. That's, that's fine. And you start at 100 when you read this list online, and that was the first song I saw. I was like, fuck, it's yeah, over. No. <laughs> that's what I thought, too. I was like, like her, her titties no out with her baby. I'm like, no, that's it. Yeah. That was the only good thing she did. Show yeah. her boobs. <laughs> I hate saying that word sometimes. Boob. Boobs. Ugh. The list feels a little random. Like, there was somewhere I'm like, yeah, but, like, it should have just been, like, pop hits of this year. Maybe that's just me being retarded. Like, I just, like, don't listen to that much. I don't know. I haven't, like, had an opportunity to listen to that much new music, to be honest, because I'm just kind of, like, busy. Yeah. And, like... Maybe this is what happens to grown-ups where, like, they stop listening to new music because they're just, like, so (laughs) doing other shit. And -hmm. then you wake up and you're 50 and you haven't heard anything since (laughs) 2011. That's that's why, like, my mom was listening to, like, Spanish rock from early 2000s and, like, (laughs) still does. Yeah, exactly. Because you just never... Like, where, where would you even start? Where would you start? If you, like, took 10 years off listening from listening to music? Well, that's the joke. Like, whenever you wake... Like, when you're older and you have kids, when you wake up on Sunday morning, what's going to be your cleaning song for, like, the whole house? Or, like, oh, my God, Video dad's- games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dad's mopping the bathroom. Oh, God. Swinging in the bed. They're like, don't talk to my dad today. Please do not talk to my father. <laughs> Can we come over? No. <laughs> dad and Mrs. Juicy are cleaning. <laughs> Mrs. Juicy. <laughs> Have we talked about this before? What if you had to if you had a child and you were married to a man or you were maybe not married, but you were with a man, mm-hmm. would you both be dad? Number one and number two. Dad one and dad two. They're gonna refer to me as number one and then my husband is <laughs> <as> number two. <laughs> like, exactly. Like what else? Just numerical nomenclature. Yeah. Dad and her. Yeah. One <laughs> her, Miss. Miss. Ma'am. Miss. Dad and ma'am. <laughs> Mrs. Ma'am. Mrs. Ma'am. <laughs> how do gay people like people just say dad and dad right i've never asked this of a gay person go ask your other dad i don't know any dads except my own <laughs> my my own gay dad Your own dads. <laughs> <laughs> i kind of have two dads yeah in a way um yeah man i was speaking i do have two dads, have two dads. yeah dad number one and dad, dad number, number two, two. <laughs> dad number three <laughs> and dad number four <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know. I just don't know what I would do. I guess I'll find out. (laughs) My cleaning song in the morning would probably be like, um, Beautiful Liar or She-Wolf. Oh, She-Wolf would be a really good Sunday Mm -hmm. cleaning song. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful liar. <laughs> yeah, my kids, my kids waking up to Ow. Yeah, the Spanish version or the English? The English version. Yeah, I'm not that spicky. <laughs> like, because I, I do want to. Because my songs growing up were like it was like my mom playing like Spanish rock, like yeah. um, either like Selena, Shakira, or yeah, yeah. or something. So I want to carry that with me, but I want it to be Americanized. So I think She Wolf is For a sure. good. Um, it's a yeah. good midway point. I'll do Beyonce Deja Vu. <laughs> I'll do... Um, kitty Cat. <laughs> yeah, Kitty Cat. <laughs> you know, I hate sleeping alone. alone. <laughs> like spilling mop feeling, water yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I'm it's me, myself, and I, and I'm throwing the dishes. Give it to Mama. Give, give it, give it, give it, give it to Mama. It's oh, like, yeah. like current mom, like, house yeah, painting music, I definitely. feel. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Beyonce's generational. Yeah, so true. She spans all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to do straight guy on Drag Race or TikTok? Sure. What time are we at, by the way? We're at 45. I've been talking so about Yeah, I know. I'll do whichever one you want. We had a long intro, though. <laughs> we did. We had a uh, catch up. Yeah, we had a big old, big old combo. Um, okay, well, we can do the straight guy, maybe. That we can blow through pretty quick. Yeah, too, I, I don't think. have that much to say other yeah. than you. People fucking asked for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what you people have been begging for, literally. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear any gay people being upset about this. Not First, of, let me give you some background. Yeah, <laughs> you're already getting into. God, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to fucking hear it from you, stupid <laughs> little gay fucking homos. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to fucking hear it. Okay, so mm-hmm. Drag Race cast for new se- season. God knows fucking what fucking at this point. Yeah, XIV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is announced was just revealed and they introduced a cast member named something fucking uh, natalie mahogany Morgan. teakwood yeah and it was <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh a straight man mm-hmm. a cis straight man yes so he looks pretty good in the promo yeah it's giving like a little bit like yeah like alien i just don't like a bald queen I don't love a bald bitch. Don't love a bald bitch. No. But the, I think the, the two lowest tier, gutter tier drag queens on this planet who think they did something and they didn't do anything are bald queens yeah. and queens with beards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Bearded queens, way fucking worse. Bearded queens are so annoying. They think they fucking, they invented gender. Mm-hmm. They think they brought down the house just by being there. And like, they think that no one can challenge them on their views exactly. or Exactly. Exactly. Because once you're a bearded queen, you're at the top crawl. I just can't. There's no one in the world I would like to fraternize with less than a bearded drag queen. <laughs> like, imagine, like, filling out your, like, eyebrow, but you have to do that for your, like, entire beard. Right. That seems like an annoying process. I just don't. I don't. Here's here's what, I'll, here's what it comes down to mm-hmm. before we get into the meat. Yeah. The desire to keep your beard or the, like, when, like, when a drag queen has, like, a lot of chest hair or something... It's it's these people who need to preserve their like masculine fuckability while also being a fucking fag, like literally being a drag queen. Yeah, <laughs> and like this desire to like preserve some sort of sexuality, I think is just it's perverted. I think it's sick. Yeah, I agree. It's disgusting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just have no no sympathy for this particular sort of person. Yeah, and 
I, like if you're gonna be a drag queen, like fucking be a drag queen. Be a drag queen. Just embrace go the full Embrace the mess. Embrace the fact that you have chosen this particular life path, and it's gonna play out so much better for you. Because it's not revolutionary for you to have some pit hair or no. like chest hair while you have makeup no. on. It's just not. It's not revolutionary. You're not doing anything, so no. I keep it. And also, like, I'm sorry, but whether you have a beard or whether you are like no eyebrows, sissy mama, if you tell me you're a drag queen, like I'm not dating you anyway. Sorry. So. Yeah, it's not helping. It's not helping. Mm-mm. The only drag queens who are major are like I could name ten. Yes, I agree. Impactful, <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes, that right. Progress exactly. of the culture a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asuka Langley, Chichi. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else. Ten. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's just very. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. All right, we'll go ahead. And, okay. So this person is cast on the show, and he's just like a dude. Like I don't know if you saw his entrance interview, but he's like he's sitting like th- like his legs all like man spreading on the on the stool. Oh my god! He's like, yeah, like when I got into drag, I was like, there's gonna be a couple other guys doing this. Like does this whole fucking thing? There's gotta be a couple other guys doing. There's gotta be a couple. Of, yeah, I'm like I'm sure that's what you thought. There's, there's a lot of a couple guys other doing- men. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of guys doing there's it. There's a lot of guys doing drag. <laughs> just not. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. they're also turning tricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah. yeah, and obviously there was speculation about whether or not he was even straight, straight or whatever. Yeah, or whether really anything. I mean, it was basically mm-hmm. just. It's, yeah, of course the the chorus went off of like this is invading queer space and this is un- just I can't believe that they would let him on before they would let on a trans girl or whatever the fuck you know like all this kind of shit. Yeah. And what I'm here to tell you is that this is what you motherfuckers get. This mm-hmm. is what you get. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. You guys got it. You were begging for this mm-hmm. for how, I don't even know how many fucking seasons and years and years and years of let everyone do it. Everyone can be a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Drag drag is an art form by which anyone can participate. Mm-hmm. And cool. the lack, this is what I'm always fucking on about, I feel like. Mm-hmm. The lack of gatekeeping yeah. has, you've done this to yourself. Yeah. Your inability to put your foot down and say, like, no, you're not X. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> whose job was it to tell this man that he can't come on Drag Race? RuPaul? Yeah. Someone who you guys fucking hate? Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, and, like, also, stop poking the fucking bear. Yeah. You bitches have been uh, up RuPaul's ass for three years. Mm-hmm. I would be like, I'm casting a fucking straight guy. Yeah. Not even in drag. He's not even good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to be a fucking shithead, I'm going to cast this person. Yeah. Just because you guys are fucking annoying. I would do that. Mm-hmm. I would do that. I'd be like, guess whose fucking TV show it is? Mine. Hmm. Mine. Michelle's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carson's. Carson's, yeah. Ross Matthews' Ross drag. Matthews' drag. <laughs> that I would watch. <laughs> um, It's just very like... It's it's asking for, like the the never ending inclusion, and just everyone can participate, and it's drag is for everyone. It's for kids. Yeah, it's children. for children. Yeah, <laughs> your dog. Right. Exactly. A girl can do drag. Right. Anyway, frankly, a straight man has much more of a place in drag than a girl does. Mm-hmm. Than a, like the cis chick who's on Drag Race UK. There was also a sis chick on fucking Dragula, and she was, I think, was the worst person worst I've person ever seen imaginable. on TV. The most vindictive dyke possibly ever. And was like, you know, fishy is like a derogatory term. For whom? For her. <laughs> yeah, maybe for you. Yeah. 
I was like, how are you a drag queen and you are a woman and you look like a man? Like, right. I just, I, just, I don't, I don't, I don't have the I don't have the sympathy for people who are upset about this. I don't have the patience. Yeah, I hope it gets worse for you. Mm-hmm. I hope he wins. Yeah, I hope he fucking wins. And his his last look is just him in cargo shorts yeah. and a button up plaid shirt. Yeah, and a, yeah, a, a, a jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to Lala. Yes, that's, exactly. that's his last look. Yeah, exactly. He's wearing a he's wearing a mesh Jets jersey <laughs> and some fun, yeah long basketball shorts. Yeah, and like, why do people care? No beat. He, he does like good drag. Like he, I, like a, a couple of his TikToks have actually been like coming up on my feed, like unprompted. Yeah, and they're like funny, and he does a drag queen. Sh- he does drag queen shit. Right. Great. Yeah. Like why are like is the is and the like, thing if this is the thing is like if like if you're trying to make room for anomalies or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, of course a non-binary person could do drag. Of course a trans girl could do drag. Of course a cis girl could do drag. Mm-hmm. The fact that just because it's a less common exception to the rule doesn't mean that you get to like pick and choose who gets to participate. It's like everyone gets to do it or only gay guys get to do it. It's also like a competition <laughs> show where like I'm sure hundreds of thousands of people like audition still. Mm-hmm. Sorry if a straight man's just better at yeah. gay people at drag. Every Boo bitch in art who. school. Yeah. Every fucking bitch in art school is applying to this every year. Every gay guy. Mm-hmm. Every <laughs> single gay guy who realizes they're not going to be a gallery artist mm-hmm. and realizes that they're not getting a graphic design job from daddy are becoming, are, are, get, are being drag queens mm-hmm. and hoping that this is the path for them. Right, and you're mad that it's just a straight guy in somewhere... Is doing it better and got, got on Drag got Race. Got bored and yeah. like started uploading some fucking pics to Instagram. Yeah. And got on the show. Right. Talent. You're talentless. Get better. Yeah. Gay doesn't make a good drag queen. Yeah, because you guys have pushed for this so hard that now the rules have changed. Exactly. And now literally anybody is allowed. Darwinism. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Girl. The weak gay guy has been weeded out. <laughs> By the stronger yeah. straight man. <laughs> Yeah, before you know it, the this stronger, whole sh- more masculine, more masculine, yeah, more preferable straight man. <laughs> and this thing is like, I, like I, I hope, I hope one day it's just straight guys. I'm, All of drag race is just fucking dudes. Can he still be technically considered trade? Mm. <laughs> like where, where does trade that- can be straight? Well, like he can There's still straight be- trade. Okay, there's a lot of straight trade out there actually. So he can still be trade. Yes. Okay. But it's unclear whether he's hot. I, I haven't seen him as a man. I think he looks very average looking. Yeah. He seems bald. Yes, I think he... Well, he's bald. Okay, well, work. He's the bald. That's why I didn't like him, because he's bald. Because he's a bald bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can do it. Trans girls, bald guys. Bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If Trixie Mattel can do it... Come on. Bring Trixie it on. might as well be straight. Yeah. Trixie's a fucking brute. Yeah. Trixie is... A brute. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is yeah yeah i don't know i mean it's just ve- it's 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 wish fulfillment mm-hmm. yeah you know trixie's back hurts from carrying the drag culture on her shoulder by <laughs> <laughs> playing fucking have you seen that horrible music video of hers i I kind of don't get me wrong i occasionally live for trixie i occasionally i do. think she's funny mm-hmm. i know she a had, lot of people don't find her very funny she used to have a lot of good puncher jokes that were like yeah. s- that were like actually funny but like, my favorite always is they say that being gay is hereditary but i could never get my brother to come <laughs> <laughs> god so good awesome yeah Yeah, i mean she's she's just big now yeah and like the the fucking harpsichord bullshit and like just i 
getting on the stage and being like, I'm just, I'm, I'm Trixie Mattel and I'm playing a truly emotional song mm-hmm. on guitar. Just doesn't, yeah. Or I'm like doing kind of like a 50s rock, you know, rockabilly kind of thing. Yeah, she's really going with it because she has like her makeup bullshit, some Barbie doll fuckery. She has her yeah. music, quote unquote music career, mm-hmm. her drag shit. She's kind of doing it all. Yeah, as long as 14-year-old chicks exist. Yeah, then she's... <laughs> she's in business. She's so. got a career. Right. So, yeah, <sighs> ultimately, it's just kind of the... This is kind of the logical end point, I think, of the narrative that's been around Drag Race for the last couple of years about inclusion and about opening it up to everybody. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, like, it's the same thing that happens with, like, Boys Town, for example. Or, like, the, re- the just, like, the hijacking of gay guy shit mm-hmm. and turning it into shit for other people. Right. Like, you've opened the gates so completely. Yeah. And demanded it loudly for years and years. Yes. That, like, yeah, of course, like, the cultural tides are going to shift and now literally anybody can do it. And, and now there's no the magic back. of drag is, like, gone. I'm sorry, you're going to take it back now? Right. And now you're going to look like an asshole? No, yeah, you can't take it back. That Pandora's box has been fully open, it's fully open, and it's way too late. It's and way too late for you. Y'all can clean up the mess. Bye. Right. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching anyway. So right. I might tune in for a little. I'll probably or two. watch. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the yeah. the beautifully crafted trap <sighs> trap of Drag Race is that I always say never. I'm again. never doing it again. I don't have it in me. Watching, I don't have another year. Watching Drag Race is like a blackout night. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm never drinking a fucking again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then like, at the corner And then of before eye, you know it, you, yeah, you come home and you got a craving. Right. It's mm-hmm. Friday night. Right. Oh, fuck. I'm salivating over like a vodka crayon. Yeah. The thought of a beer is like sending me into frenzy. Like I can't get home fast enough. I'm like running red lights to get home to a six pack. <laughs> right. Yeah. God. My Carlo Rossi wine. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just fucking... Th- it, it, yes. It's just... I'm surprised that RuPaul still does drag on the judging panel. Yeah. Like, I can see one day RuPaul just being like, no, I'm not doing drag I mean, anymore. she's in, like, sweats from the waist down. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> she does the yeah. walkout and then goes Yeah, back. and then go and changes and then she puts shorts. on shorts. Yeah. yeah. This is, like, well known. There's, like, all like, horrible cutscenes, like, bad editing, where, like, you can catch her standing up a little bit and she's wearing, like, khakis. Or literally <laughs> wearing, like, a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Awesome. Yeah, I love when people are like, it looks like it's just a wig hovering behind RuPaul's head. So awesome. Yeah, like, they I just photoshopped it in. They were just, like, just bring that bald bitch in here. We're just, not we're not installing a wig. She's gonna rip it off in one second anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is like I don't know. Final thought is that the more that you open up the doors for fucking whoever mm-hmm. to co opt and participate in gay dude shit. Mm-hmm. Which gay guys have been complicit in because of, like, liberal piety and the need to include and the narratives of empathy and blah, blah, blah that have, like, been Mm -hmm. proliferating everything for the last however many years. Yeah. It's now you can't be mad that nothing is left for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We're like, I hate to go here because I know people don't like when I say this, but the pride flag having colors that are not rainbow (laughs) and making the gay pride flag about black people or or making it about race or intersex people or making it about just people of color or non-binary things. It's like Mm -hmm. you it's it's this desire to co-opt something that went well 
mm-hmm. quote unquote well, yeah. <laughs> being gay marriage and being the implementation of gay guys into normal society. Mm-hmm. That went really well for people. So now everyone else who's having a really hard time <laughs> making it happen yeah. are like, let's just fucking jump on the gay guy ship. Yeah. And then gay guys are like, yeah, sure. And now you look around and you got nothing for you. Nothing. Nothing's now you left. now you can't do anything as the gay guy in the gay guy area mm-hmm. without being like you're being a little fucking gay guy right now yeah and now you have <laughs> a flag on top of a flag and triangles a flag and, and a flag and a flag yeah. and you have your fucking your 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 neighborhood is called like some dumb neutered shit mm-hmm. your little steamworks are closing <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's fucking over for the gay guy at this point yeah and with this drag race bullshit both sides of the argument is equally annoying like mm. you know there's going to be these like libtards that are going to be like it is inclusive for everyone thank god there's a straight drag queen. but like no like it's right. not good i mean it's not it's it's not, it's neither good nor bad at this right point. exactly it just is like it it's is. just happening and it's it's the it's the natural conclusion of what has been going on for however many years at this point right and by the same logic like it's <laughs> like you're saying it's like it's either it's it's embarrassing and pathetic to be like mm-hmm. this is totally fine i yeah. welcome this <laughs> right yeah like just like like people that have to like hold down the fort on what yeah. they're preaching and they're just it's like, insane it's stupid and like standing your ground on it makes you look fucking dumb yeah it makes you look so stupid mm-hmm. but then on the other side people who are losing their mind I'm pissed about it i'm like you look silly too exactly and we're at a point where i can't take a side and i don't care no exactly like, i I'm can't like, care this was i mean i tried Mm-hmm. I podcasted I for two years <laughs> and none of you listened. <laughs> and no one listened. Did we not learn from Sherry Pie? Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Martyr. <laughs> <laughs> we need to saint her. <laughs> Sherry Pie was the last stand for the gay guy. <laughs> Sherry Pie's <laughs> last. <laughs> Sherry Pie's final, final moment. It was her last stand. She was like, listen, gay guys can be gross and solicit whole. The more that I think Over about email, they did Sherry Pie so dirty that season. They, they so dirty. Cropped, they cropped her out of every scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, so fucking. And good. disinvited her ass to the finale, and she probably would have won. She would have won. She would have won. And she said, "Hmm, hmm. a great drag queen." Yeah, tour, tour. Anyway, this is what you guys get. This is what you get. Sorry. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at an hour five, so we can make this last one quick. All right. This is TikTok. I'll probably put the audio in. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, let's do it. 105. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never do this for you guys. I always just recount it. Yeah, I'm going to give you the audio. I'm a 25-year-old gay man, and I don't know how to date. And honestly, I don't think I'm alone. In my 20s, when I finally accepted my sexuality, I was thrust into a world of casual sex and body shaming. We missed such a crucial part of our development. We never had the person holding our books between third and fourth period, or the chance to hold our crush's hand at a fire after the big football game, or the opportunity to win cutest couple in the yearbook. I came out and I was put into adult dating. It was what I wanted. I was in my 20s. But I never had that innocent high school dating, that easy love and that hard heartbreak to steer me right. When I came out as gay, I started over. I didn't know how to ask for a cute boy's number. I didn't know how to hold his hand. And that's why I don't know how to date. Especially because the audio is not even like the TikTok voice. It's like him talking sad. Oh my God. And it's so like, oh my God. And it's like, I'm I'm 25 and I don't know how to, no, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's, that's how I start conversations. Yeah. Hi, I'm 25. I'm 25 years old. And I'm fucking gay. And I'm free. <laughs> I'm fucking gay. But I am free. <laughs> <laughs> that was just Lana. <laughs> I'm 25. <laughs> but I have AIDS. <laughs> but I am free. But I am fucking free. Oh. It's like a music. It's like, okay, so it's like a TikTok that has like a symphony in the background, some orchestral, whatever. And he has his phone, he has his voice like processed through like a phone filter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's just so like, stupid. I'm gay and I'm 25 and I don't know how to date because I never got. Um, I never got to hold my crush's hand after the big game, and like, I never, <laughs> and like I never, never got, got to, to like, do. I can't even get like it was like prom. I never yeah. got to go to like a high school around prom. the bonfire. I never got to sit on his lap and like just <laughs> <laughs> bullshit like that. And he's like literally cr- at, like welling up with tears on yeah. the camera, like listening to his own self talk about how tragic it is to be him. The classic setup of someone who's gonna boohoo on camera, right? Like classic, classic setup. Exactly, so. and. <laughs> He goes on this whole thing about how, like, it's a very common gay, particularly lib gay narrative, I think. One that I used to peddle when I was a teen, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, being that, like, well, gay guys don't get to experience real dating like their like, straight friends do. Because by the time, like, when gay guys are teenagers, there's just no other gay guys. There's, it's just so hard to date and be gay when you're a teen and then when you are old enough you're 25 and you're still figuring it out it's like you're a teen and you're in this cycle of sex yeah. and hookups all this right. bullshit I feel like a teen for other reasons <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um, and like it's this it's I think it's very commonly uh, shilled narrative about gay people that like mm-hmm. you that like gay guys like didn't get a fair shot as teenagers and that's why they're like still like emotionally immature as 35 year olds or whatever mm-hmm. is because they didn't get to like fuck around when they were 16 <laughs> right so this is what do you what do you make of this i'm like how do you ex- how do you explain straight guys that are virgins and like at 25 like many straight people like, do not fuck you, like yeah like or date or anything right I tweeted about this too. I was like, my worst relationships were in high school mm-hmm. because I was dating boys and not men. <laughs> I was dating boys and fucking men. Right, exactly. <laughs> and like, just the worst shit. Like, yeah. don't date in high school. Like, I don't know. It's stupid to date in high school. It's fucking misery. Like, you probably should just have fun in high school, to be honest. Yeah. Everyone I know who like had a long-term relationship in high school was the most miserable person I know. And like, kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, something like screws loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, okay. It, okay. Here's, here's, okay. Cringe yeah. aside. Yes. I said this briefly. Mm-hmm. There, obviously the, the video itself is horrifying. And <laughs> you look at this person and you know exactly who this man is. Just, just like weepy pseudo bear, like just it clearly had like two bad sexual experiences where he got like ghosted twice mm-hmm. and it's like gay people are so evil i hate it sometimes and he also said that he came to terms with the sexuality when he was in his 20s so he right. wasn't even gay in high school right that's how, on you how are you gonna complain if you weren't yeah. even out sorry you were in lacrosse i don't know what to tell you you yeah. should have taken up dance maybe if you took up hip-hop dance you wouldn't be here <laughs> right yeah maybe if you were just in your book <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly maybe <laughs> 
<laughs> if you were on the yearbook team, things would have gone very differently for yeah, you. Easily would have gotten a handy at least. Absolutely. Right. In chamber choir, forget about it. Oh my god, girl. <laughs> girl. You Grotto. picked the wrong club, hon. Yeah. Sorry you were just a loser in high school and that's where all your problems yeah, stem from. Exactly. That's why you didn't fuck because you're annoying. Because <laughs> you <laughs> cried every time. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So like I do f- okay, so I <laughs> You're like corny aside. Yeah. <laughs> corny aside. Yeah. I do feel that there is a truth to the fact that I think that there is a divide among gay people that I think is probably the number one reason for like quote why we fight Mm -hmm. (laughs) like why gay people are constantly at each other's necks about like whether the gay scene or the gay culture is good Mm -hmm. or whatever is because of the fact that I think that we're reaching a point where gay people have been like quote normal for long enough and Mm -hmm. assimilated for long enough that a lot of people's parents a lot of gay people's parents don't expect them to live the lifestyle of a gay person who was raised 10 years ago. Right. Where like, I think a lot of people were just like, well, this kid's gay. He's a fucking dud, whatever. Like we'll see him in a couple of, like, <laughs> he'll come around on Christmas. He can be a gunkle, but who knows what he's up to. I don't know. Right. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. And now I think that there's a lot of gay people whose parents were like, absolutely expect nothing different. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, no, I expect you to date, like bring a boyfriend home and like, have kids and get married and like do the whole thing like to basically have no difference functionally between your life as a gay person and like your siblings straight people life Mm -hmm. yeah and the expectation i think of growing up somewhere that's accepting Mm -hmm. of gay people more often than not makes it where like even if you're lightly bullied like Mm -hmm. you still are expecting this kind of like peddled straight romance thing Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah, I agree. And it's torturous because I remember feeling very like that when I was in high school mm-hmm. of being like, oh my God, like I'm never going to get a boyfriend. And like, it's like, you know, it's very tempting to feel like that's the case. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because of the fact that it's very difficult. You have blinders on in a sense. And like, you don't really see what it's like for gay people until you get to like be on your own and gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not like surrounded by people who like your closest friends are kind of doing the, like, Mm -hmm. charade of high school dating, or, like, college dating, even. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's, like, the main divide generationally between some people where, like, Mm -hmm. some people have a lot of contempt for, like, the hookup scene, Mm -hmm. and, like, being gay is gross, and, like, it's it's, it's so perverted, and, like, everyone just goes to sex clubs and, like, does drugs and fucks and drinks, and, like, Mm -hmm. there's a camp of people who do that and think it's so gross to be gay. And then there's another camp of people who think that, like, the good goody two shoes little gay people who like don't are aren't awoken to how the world is for gay people mm-hmm. think that they're like pathetic and naive and like don't get how it really is to be gay and like they have right. they're denying the reality of what it's really like yeah i'm literally i've literally just been sitting here being like where like <laughs> i feel like i teetered on the edge of both of those mm-hmm. mentalities when i was in high school because i remember being like yeah like i want to date and then when i dated it sucked and then i went right back into that cycle and was like right. sex fiend yeah but totally. then i still would preach the whole like it's so gross or like it's so yeah. blah 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 but I was like still actively participating yeah. in it where maybe sure. like I was a little shit in high school sure <laughs> like, yeah I mean I think that I can come off like someone who has a lot of shame about like the gross part of being gay <laughs> <laughs> and I think honestly it's mostly just that like the I've kind of done the whole like I don't know like seeing the the, the part the, the side of being gay that's very like messy and sexual and drugs and drinking and whatever Mm -hmm. and like 
it's fine and whatever but ultimately like i'm not a person who can handle it psychologically <laughs> right yeah it was like mentally draining yeah and also the fact that like it's the part that i always object to is the fact that people who are on the side of like some gay people just don't get how it really is and they're just silly and like monogamy fake whatever mm-hmm. like that kind of thing those kinds of people are very very quick and angry to dismiss the whole thing of being like casual sex doesn't affect me emotionally at all sure baby (laughs) okay baby okay sweetie like the whole and then like every single representation of gay people in like popular media is i had casual sex with someone and now i feel horrible right (laughs) but i'm gonna do it again exactly and again and again and again again. yeah and that's the part that i always object to about that particular narrative is like you like you are like like, why are you lying about like if it doesn't hurt you Right. I'm like, if it doesn't affect you mentally, what does it do for you? Like, it Mm -hmm. it can't just be more than just, like, getting it off with some random. Yeah. And in the same way that I do think that, like, the fallacy of monogamy in some ways is, like, oh, well, I I would never, like, look at any, like, think anyone's hot or it's just me and my my husband and we have a little Yorkie and, you know, whatever. Like, that kind of thing is (laughs) equally delusional. Mm -hmm. But. Chastin. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Is. Kind of the exact inverse of like when people get, like when those people get really angry and mm-hmm. defensive about like I don't need anything I don't think about sex at all and like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like those yeah. kinds of things are equally as delusional as people who are like yeah I can just fucking suck all day and it doesn't drain me at all it's n- it's not psychologically taxing whatsoever I never feel bad about it it always feels great love doing it more with yeah. randos constantly it's the two extremes of people not being honest with themselves <laughs> exactly. you know like truly yeah like, and you gay just, people the yeah. theme of gay people is living in a land of fantasy yes mm-hmm. exactly yeah <sighs> yeah yeah mm. it's just very um it gets to a point of like, I just, I feel like this is ultimately the root of a lot of like the reasons why gay people like clash Mm -hmm. ultimately. Yeah. And I think like that there's lies being perpetuated on both sides. I think so too. And it's a lot of like gay people coping (laughs) through various Mm -hmm. means of being like, I get so much satisfaction out of just sex Mm-hmm. And emotional intimacy is not important to me. Or people who lie about getting emotional intimacy from like very loose, open relationships or like polyamory. Like people who are like, yeah, I know what it's like to feel extremely close to another person and bonded to them through long term monogamy. Yeah. I don't think it's replicatable. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe my biggest like reason why I stand my ground on that is that like I don't think that any alternative like gay relationship structure. Mm hmm. That's like, what? We just fuck whoever, but like, we like each other more. Yeah. You know, like, that kind of thing is not, it doesn't replicate the experience of long term monogamy and how much, like, insanity and, like, the pain of knowing someone mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> goes into it. You know, I don't yeah. think it is. It's not, it's, it's giving yourself kind of like a get out of jail free card in some ways where, like, if you don't really feel like you want to be there for someone in a meaningful emotional way when things are hard, mm-hmm. you don't have to. And right. you can look for relief sexually somewhere else. Or you can even, like, get some sort of emotional, intimate satisfaction through someone who's not your, quote, partner. Yeah. I feel like relationships are tough, especially when you get older and older. And I feel like a lot of the times people just don't want to go, go they don't want to go through the tough shit. Because sometimes yeah. I feel like people are just so selfish and yeah. like, don't want to create that like long lasting thing. But like, yeah, and yeah. gay people should date. Yeah, they should. Like, it's it is yeah. rewarding to just have like. And I hate the bullshit on like 
Twitter when like someone posts like a thirst trap and it's like me waiting for my boyfriend. Like when am I gonna get a boyfriend? I'm like, this doesn't feel like the right way to I'm do like, it. Maybe honey. when you stop like literally like peddling your hole. Like maybe when and you then stop. Qu- right like like being a listen (laughs) there's nothing wrong with being a slut right go ahead just don't (laughs) right but then don't come crying to me Mm -hmm. when everyone's like that slut is loves come you know like (laughs) like that kind of thing is like you're you have to frame yourself as someone who's like looking for real emotional intimacy and i do think that gay people are so caught up in their own singular fantasies about like Mm -hmm. the one man show that is their life yes it's very difficult to let someone else in Mm -hmm. in a meaningful way that i do think is easily most easily accessed through monogamy yeah especially someone to like test them and like check them and be like yeah i don't know like that's Mm -hmm. the hard part of a relationship but it fucking is great at the end of the day you have a partner right someone who like even when i am even when i get into horrible off i say the worst shit The most yeah. monstrous, heinous things I've ever said to another person. Mm-hmm. And then they like want to be nice to me the next day. Right. Imagine your worst blackout night ever in your right. life. And you still have yeah. that person that's like, all right, let's clean this up. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. That sounds exactly. right. Like that person mm-hmm. is not going to be, you oh, know, yeah. fucking it's Mr. Anonymous. Yeah. Brady fucking, you know, like right. some, yeah, exactly. Like Mr. Torso is not going to be there for you. Yeah. Or even like a casual on and off thing where you're like kind of right. friends, but like cooking, like it's just never going to get to that yeah. point. And like, I'm not saying that everyone should be a fucking nun and right. like fuck one person only. Right. Like have fun while you can, but yeah, you're going to know, like you will reach a point when it's no longer going to be fun. And you're like, Hmm, like it's I not going to be fun to die alone. I'll tell you that it will not be fun. You want to be, be the gay guy dead alone, right, girl? Honey, it's not. And this is, <laughs> honey, honey, <laughs> honey. And like, whatever. If people, if if I believe truly that there are some people out there who genuinely do not feel that they need emotional connection and they don't need true intimacy and they mm-hmm. really just like basically want to hang out. Yeah. And, like, be a cool person and, like, go to the club and, like, fuck. Listen, if you're, like, a travel agent or you have to g- travel globally and you're, like, I can't be tied down, yeah. I want to mess around, great. Because you that works know, for your but life, like, you Yeah, know? but, like, before you wake up and you're fucking 45 yeah. and you're, like, a geriatric twink, like, you probably should figure out how to open your heart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you shouldn't be, like, 45 being, like, I'm inviting an 18-year-old over to come fuck me. Like, exactly. Like, and that should is not be so that person. <laughs> That is real. There's like, an entire demographic of people who literally like wake up one day and they're like, well, I guess I'm going to fuck a teen. And that's what's fucked up is that they can still get those like younger people in because, their 50s because. Yeah. And it's because they feel like an 18 year old. Yes. And this is what's happening with the 25 year old on the TikTok who clearly thinks I, this mm. person lives in high school. You're 25. You know how many years it's been since you went to the big game? 25 is older than me. And you're talking about prom. Oh, yeah. I missed out on on prom holding my hand on the bonfire and the fucking football game (laughs) get out literally i was like it's been seven years it's been seven years and you are still like man i really wish i could have held hands at prom i wish i could have gone to homecoming why don't you go date a cute guy now and take him to a nice restaurant right there's so many replicatable experiences of intimacy if you just fucking let yourself yes and stop looking in the wrong places Mm mm-hmm because you will wake up one day and be the 45-year-old who feels in, in, who feels emotionally connected to an 18-year-old. Yeah. Because you never got past that. 
And this is why everyone's always accusing gay people of being ephebophiles and like these like pederastic someone who wants to fuck teens. A phebophile. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fish. Yeah. <laughs> I just caught an ephebe. An ephebe. <laughs> an ephebe. Like an amoeba. Yeah. An ephebe. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of thing is like it's specifically because of the fact that like you have done you've had so little practice in being open to sharing yourself completely with another person mm-hmm. that you know who else hasn't ever shared themselves completely with another person because they have no idea who they are a high schooler. a high schooler <laughs> and that's why oh like when i was in high school yeah i dated people that were like my age mm-hmm. people a little bit older yeah but then on the other end of that in high school i was also sleeping with much older people much older people much older people and i kind of got the full scope of everything who never really felt that different in terms of the right. depth of conversation like me like going to some 33 year old's house mm-hmm. and like being like want to watch netflix like, hey, yeah yeah like that kind of thing is so it's it is symptomatic i think of what we're talking about yeah which is the emotional stuntedness because everyone is so scared yes of one another and mm-hmm. scared of themselves yes agreed no yeah. well crack the code <laughs> that was really deep and out this was like npr it was i hate when someone sets up a fucking camera and it wasn't even crying it was like him staring at the camera and then running his like hands through his hair <laughs> and looking distressed and distraught it's <laughs> such a fucking act <laughs> <laughs> I never got to date my, my prom date. I pick a croissant. Yeah. <laughs> I never got a boot in the air. I don't trust anyone that thinks about high school after they are 20 years old. Wake up. Wake up. Wake the fuck up. Like, even if you didn't have college years, still Listen. 18 to 21 is a pretty good time in your fucking life. Like, why are you still thinking about high school? <laughs> like, what is so special about high school? High school? That you're, like, regretting and reminiscing at 25. Because, especially because straight people who did have those high school experiences are not looking back on them fondly. Oh, my God, no. They're like, oh, yeah, fucking Brendan tried to finger me at homecoming. You know, like, it's, like, some <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. It's Remember not, like, emotionally that fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all the women I know, like, all the... Even, like, straight guys I know are not like, oh, yeah, like, my emotionality, like, my... <laughs> my life was shaped by this right. bitch I dated when I was 14. Yeah, literally no straight person would be like, God, I wish I'd go back in high school and date more. That's pathetic. And have these great memories. No. 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 Take what you get. Yeah. And learn. Period. Bye. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty good. That was good analysis. That was great. God damn. Didn't make it through my Bud Light, but I did. I made a good, good dent. That's fine, yeah. You finished your wine? Did finish my wine. It was a short pour. Also, nice. But, mm-hmm. you know, delicious. Riscato, hey. Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Riscato. <laughs> I gotta go play SMT5. Work. <laughs> oh my it's god, it's fun. so fucking fun. I can't wait till it's Friday. Yeah, let's go. I'm so fucking Let's excited. fucking go. It's a freaking weekend. All right, girl. Jeez Good one. To the freaking weekend <laughs> Something I thought of, I made myself laugh in the car the other day because mm-hmm. I was thinking about if Coconuts by Kim Petras got rewritten by a youth pastor. <laughs> You'd say, God's coconuts. He will put them in your mouth right now, right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you came up with this? Yeah. Mm. It was, I, was right. off, I was off one. <laughs> right. I've been driving around a long time. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on season two. And when I tell you that, A, the show came out a lot longer ago than I thought. Uh Because some of the humor in there, I'm like, holy shit, they really pushed it here. Kimmy? Yeah. Like, Kimmy would, you know, Titus, the the gay black dude in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like, walks in one day. She goes, hi, Blackie. And he goes, what did you just call me? She goes, oh, I, like, heard someone else use a nickname. And I thought that I should nickname you Blackie. 
And Titus goes, what if I called you like the Indiana mole woman? And she'd be like, Titus, that's not nice. What if I called you one? And then he goes, no. Like, <laughs> and it's like, it pushes oh it God. so hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Tina Fey's a fucking racist. This is something that's not known about her. But Tina Fey's extremely racist. It's like sometimes like it makes me be like, oof. Oh, God. We gotta, we gotta go to Indiana to get Kimmy. Indiana? I barely know Diana. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah, And I've been obsessed Her with voice it. is the worst part of the whole show. Indiana? I barely know <laughs> Diana. <laughs> yeah. Fucking little rat. <laughs> <laughs> i love that show right now all right girls thanks for joining us oh a little bit of housekeeping yes merry christmas housekeeping merry christmas a b I'm, i should have said this at the beginning of the episode i'm so fucking stupid no one ever makes it to the end so I, no one's gonna <laughs> listen to this and know to pay us but previously we were not offering any thing for people who pay us <laughs> it was just the joy of supporting right. two young women it's, with the dream yeah, the niceness in all of your hearts exactly but now you know, we can't commit to every week because we can barely manage a regular episode every week. <laughs> but we're going to put out one bonus episode a month for paying customers. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's going to be fun. It's not going to be like this where we have topics and a concerted focus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be just a little fun and games. Yes. We're going to have some special guests. I think it's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Go play some Jackbox. Yeah. So it's going to start next month. So if you don't pay us already, think about it. Think about it. Because we're not Take going anywhere. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact. I don't know the next line. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, everybody. All thanks right. for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.